One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, Chris Evans here with a special Christmas edition of the Best of the Breakfast Show podcast with Sky from Virgin Radio. How come? Because if you find a big enough why, you'll always find a how. And here's our how. It's the most in-depth interview ever to be conducted with the one, the only, Basil Brush. Be prepared to enjoy and be immersed in the wonderful world of who, Vassis Alexander? Ah, next guest has been a national treasure since the 60s, and he's even more of a famous fox than the fantastic Mr. Fox, the fox from Foxy Bingo, and the fox in Fox's Glacier Mints combined. His new Christmas single, Boom Boom, It's Christmas Again, is <laughs> out now. So... What did the fox say? Boom, boom, of course. It's Basil Brush. Good morning, Basil. Boom, Mr. Chris. Oh, how difficult it has been to get us two together eh? with I the know. strikes. I and you're know. on 17th floor. My little legs ache just getting up here. How was the commute? Ah, well, you see, I decided to beat the strike by getting on my bike. <laughs> So I have, I've done 10 miles on my little bank, right. getting here today, my little legs were going, and it was really funny because going along the embankment, people looked to their left and they thought it was Nicola Sturgeon. <laughs> it's only little old me, and, and we're both ginger, and we're both little, but um, I've made it finally, and, and here I am. Well, well done, and thank you. Uh, for people who can't see this, by the way, we, this is all being filmed, and we'll get it off uh, and up wherever it needs to go for as many people in the world as possible. Could you describe your outfit, which is uh, amazing, by uh, the way? Well, you see, I'm looking at you and I, we're both in red. Yes. And, but, but I'm dressed as King. I, I'm King Basil III from Pentamine because that's where I'm rushing off to today. Right. And that's where I came from last night. I'm at the Theatre Royal Windsor where we're doing Sleeping Beauty. And as you can see, I'm in a proper King outfit with a crown as well. And a Christmas twist. And a, 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 Absolutely Christmas twist. And I'm rather hoping, you never know, one day I might, be in a new, I might get a series. You, you know, I might get a Netflix series looking like this. And Ginger is perfect. Wow, that's perfect. Um, God, there's so many questions. We'll talk about Windsor first of all, the Panto. Yes. Uh, you like it at Windsor. You've been there a while now, haven't you? Yes, this has been my ninth year there. I, I class it as my pentomime boom. Uh, I mean, you came a couple of years ago with all your kids. Yes. Uh, came to see us backstage. And I couldn't imagine uh, being anywhere else at Christmas, opposite that magnificent castle. And believe me, the quality of their bins uh, is superb. <laughs> what you can eat and you know we're hoping rather hoping this year that we may get a royal visit you never know because they do live opposite and uh, you know Kate and Wills would love to come I'm sure they're a little bit busy at the moment but it would be lovely to see them and and for me the Windsor audiences are like no other because I mean, when we do 12 days of yeah. Christmas they are rockers they are rockers and we came on my wife's birthday do you remember Oh, I do. And we all sang happy birthday to the her The whole audience well. sang happy birthday to Tash. So I'm rather <laughs> hoping that she might come along. I, I mean, I have to say the Windsor audiences are the most loyal pantomime audience that you will ever see or hear. They will be booking for their seats once they've been this year. They'll be booking again for next yeah. year. And who have you had with you over the years on that uh, stage? Oh, my word. I mean, Anita Harris has been with us for the last three years. Yes. Um, and both of us, are, can you believe, are celebrating 60 years in show business. She's an absolute trooper. We've got Stephen Blakely, who is from Heartbeat, is our dame. He's been there for 13 years. Yeah, he's very good, isn't he? He's very good. Very and funny. Martin Cabell-Reed, who is my current mister as well, and tours with me. He's, he's the sidekick and he's the comedy element, alongside my good self, of course. Um, and it is absolute great fun. I think we've been there for 13 years. I think it's either because we're very good or that we're cheap. 
I'm not quite sure which it is. <laughs> well, I don't think it's the latter, if you don't uh, mind me Absolutely. <laughs> you know, but it is quite fantastic, and it's my pantomime home, and they'll have to drag me kicking and screaming from out of there into the castle, maybe. Let's just talk about the art of panto, uh, yes. because there's a lot more yes. to it than meets the eye, isn't there? Uh, yes, I mean, the thing is, half of a pantomime is the audience yes. taking part, screaming, shouting, heckling. You've always got to have some sort of comeback for the audience, <laughs> you know, when they're saying, boom, boom, bezel, or it's behind you, and it, it's not behind you. So they form half of the audience and of course you've got men playing women you've got women playing men you've got foxes playing dads you know so you have to sort of like set it's an illusion and for the kids it is obviously the first time some of them have ever been into a theater so they put down their ipads they put down their xboxes and for some time about two hours they are actually kids again mr chris they're in the moment as are the grown-ups well we're all kids aren't we that's we're all kids at heart you and i we're both kids that is awesome yeah Uh, let's go back to 1962 so you're born you were born this year (laughs) sorry flipping it you're going back i remember that i apologize but we've got to go there (laughs) because i want to do the (laughs) definitive basil brush interview so oh yes you were born 60 years ago um this year born on stage and the audience liked it so much my mother kept it in the act (laughs) (laughs) bomb bomb (laughs) you have to think about that one for a second that's one you let sit i'm loving this um but next year is your 60th anniversary in show business itself so your first appearance was with the three scampies what was that what was going on there correct i mean i I could hardly remember that far back but it was all in black and white right which is always such a big surprise to me when they see that i'm actually a natural shade of orange like (laughs) Anne robinson and and some of the others you're just hanging in there you're nearly a silver I'm fox. not really, to be honest. Yeah, you're hanging in there. Thank you. Um, but it was all black and white. And then, of course, it went on to the David Nixon show. Right, now, who is David Nixon for people who David don't know? Nixon. I right, he was a magician. Yeah. Again, black and white. Yeah, very, never he, seen him in he was a very cool customer, wasn't he? Yeah, he was very good. He was sort of the first sort of art of putting magic onto the television screen. Yeah. And I was just had a bit part. You know, a very minor role in that. What did you do? How did they fit fit a fox into what was going on with David Nixon? I was just sort of like his assistant. Right. And I would just do a, you know, the odd little joke, you know, just just a little I say, I say, I say, what do you call a deer with no eyes? No idea. Boom, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boom! I know you've heard it before, but I'm recycling, saving the planet. Nobody does like you do, Basil. I'm saving the planet by recycling all jokes. When, did you, when did you first bomb, boom? When did that... Well, people about? wonder where my boom boom came from. But again, that was an old music hall art where, you know, when somebody would do a juke, um, the drummer would do the boom boom at oh, the I end. See, Basically see. say, you're meant to laugh, Chris. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're meant yeah. to laugh. I get it, I get it. But some people thought it came from my first Bezel Brush series when it was in 1968 with um, Mr. Billy Boyd and Rodney Bules. Yeah. And, and of course, somebody dropped one of those boom microphones from the gantry at the top there, just as I was doing a joke, and they shouted, boom, boom. It hit me on the head. Everybody laughed. Believe which of those you'd like to believe. I like it. When you said, when you give us the first answer, it's so obvious because that was right, but obviously you didn't have a drummer, so you boom-boomed yourself. You do the boom-boom yourself. It's just an accent to say, uh, now you're meant to laugh or maybe clap or just sit in silence. And can you over-boom-boom? Oh, you could never (laughs) over-boom-boom. And of course, I originated really from the whole thing of, of Terry Thomas with his ding dong. Yes. So you always have to have a little catchphrase, Mr. I see, Chris. I you see. know, whether it be boom, boom, ding dong. I see. So tell us about the, the first Basil Brush show, your own signature show um, in 68. How did that happen? Where was it? Was it on ITV oh, or BBC? Uh, or? That was the BBC. Again, what, what nobody can realise, it was black and white in those days. Yes. We had tiny televisions. Yes. We were speaking from a tiny little speaker in the corner of the room. So And, and it was so innovative in front of a live audience. I'd have my mister. You know, I went through several misters. Um, you know, so so of course, you know, there was the Mr. Rodney, Mr. B- Mr. 
Mr. Derek, you know, Mr. Billy, and Mr. Rodney Bules was the first one, Mr. Yeah. Roy. I like Mr. Roy. Well, everybody can sort of age themselves. Yes, that's the thing. By who it? their Mr. I was. know, I know. You know, so who was. Uh, Mr. Roy is still around, and in fact, he came to my grown up show, Unleashed, only the <laughs> other week in <laughs> central London. And he features at the end of my Christmas video. Does he? And he reads me a bedtime story. Now, I've got to say, he's in his late 80s. And he was there like, as if we had never been apart. I love it. I love you know, it. So, you know, who was your Mr.? Mr. Roy. You, Mr. Roy. Mr. Roy. And the thing about Mr. Roy is, I think he had a bit, he had a, a look of like the milk train man about him. He's a very cool dude, man. Well, you they know? were all very handsome, all they very were. young. They were really handsome. And I like to think that I sort of started them all off yes. onto their careers. You know, Mr. Derek went on to Heartbeat, you know, great. And, and of course, yes, Prime Minister. You know, he was on that. So he was, he was one of my favourite early Mr.'s, I've got to say. Very talented. All of them went on to great things. You know? So the other tempos in the, in the big top of your success. So we'll start yes. with, how, how long did the first TV show on for then? The TV show started from uh, 1968 and ran to the mid of the 80s. Right. Oh, and, my goodness and, me. That yeah, and then I sort of like, like went to sleep for a while, but went on fantasy football and things like that. Yeah. And then I just went on holiday to Porto Barnus. Uh, for several years, <laughs> and, and until the magnificent, and of course it went all across all the countries. I was going to ask, you know, how does the fox travel? Uh, it, well, not very easily. I have to go in luggage, <laughs> or I have to go into quarantine before I can travel. But in popularity, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Where have are you big? Me, have to have all my uh, Australia down under, apparently massive. Yes, down under, especially in the seventies, and we did several trips down there. Did you actually? Yeah, they thought I was a squirrel. <laughs> They never thought I was an actual fox. They'd never heard of a fox dressing up like this before. Right, that's um, good. So, of course, I rested then uh, from, from the late 70s and into the 80s. As one can. As one does, on a, on a beach in Portobanos. Yeah. And lovely Auntie Beeb came back and said, we'd like to bring you back on CBBC. Yes. With the Bezel Brass Show. I see. And, of course, we had to change it slightly. It became a sitcom. And, of course, all your, present, all your folks here, all the youngsters, all your researchers, grew up with me then, uh, as opposed to you growing up with my older misters. Yes, that's um, the thing, isn't it? Because you became... Yes. You, you, it was like a double act before, wasn't it? Where, yes, but this then became more like a sitcom. There was a Mr. Steve and Mr. Anil and Master Dave and Miss Molly. And this is what people will remember who now go and see me at Glastonbury. There they are in the tent saying, I grew up with you. So it's rather lovely that actually, no matter where I go, People say they grew up with the brash. Yeah, I love the Glastonbury uh, lilt. Um, tell, tell us how that happened. Oh, now Glastonbury, that's the coolest thing yep. around. I, I go every year. I've been there five times now. I know. Um, and I go into the kids' field, but then we get dragged across, which is magnificent for families. If you've never been to a <laughs> festival before, get yourselves to Glastonbury and get yourself into the kids' field um, as your initiation into festivals. Yeah. And then, of course, I get to go around... I've got a pass so I can go behind the scenes at the pyramid stage. And you rock and roll with all I, the guys. I rock with the who best. Who you met? Um, who I haven't I met? Kylie Minogue. Yes. Yeah, I got into her hot pants, you know. Did you Those girl dot pants. Yes, she wasn't in them at the time. Did they fit? Yeah, they did. We're both size two and a half. There <laughs> you are. <laughs> we really are. So I do get to rummage, you know, and go around. And this year, of course, Elton John. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm going to be going back to Glastonbury this year, but I have got my camping equipment ready. Yeah, I mean, that's the one, isn't it? Elton John ending his live touring career on oh, that Sunday after, Sunday night, a- isn't absolutely. he? Absolutely. He's not even Sunday afternoon in yeah. the legend spot. He's going to be in the big spot yes. in the evening. So, so yes, I have to say that Glastonbury is uh, one 
one of the coolest festivals to ever be seen at. And, and Did I you ever it. dream? Come on, Glastonbury, Worthy no. Farm. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a talking fox. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and here I am. And, and the thing is, when we're in the tent, at the front of the tent, you've got all the kids. Yes. In the middle of the tent, you've got all the 20-somethings, yes. all the noughties yes. who grew up with CBBC. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, at the back, you've got all the silver foxes, all of those folks who are coming along and doing Glastonbury the posh way, um, all the older folks, and they're all coming in to see the Bezel Brass Show. So it can't get better than that, really. And on screen, so, you know, uh, obviously I love Kermit, you know, <laughs> I love the Muppets, I know you, you, you're you very respectful of each other's puppets. Ca- careers. Bunch of puppets, I'm real. Yeah, well, that is the thing. I mean, they yes. say they're Muppets, but we all know the truth. Yes, absolutely. Um, who would you, if you if you went for you, the top three people you've been with on screen, who might that include? Oh, cracky, now you are talking the million-dollar question, aren't Come you? On. I mean, right back in the 70s, I was on screen with, with folks like Abba. I you mean, know, you they, performed they live in. with ABBA. Yeah, they came on to my, my mean, television programme in the 60s. They came on to your show. They came on to the show before they were that big, before they were huge, before oh they were humongous. Goodness, who else? Come uh, on. ABBA, of course, Lulu used to come on yeah. and then depended with Scylla Black. I oh mean, you're, you're going back a few years for all of those. The greats with the greats. The greats with the greats. But now, of course, you know, I go into all these more modern programmes. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, only the other day I was on, on This Morning, you know, with yes. Dermot and Alison and all of that. Mr Blobby, he's big. Yeah, he's yeah. big and he's back. Yeah. I, lo- I love Alison. I love the This Morning gang. They're cool, aren't they? They're absolutely. I've been on there three times this year. Goodness. You know, so we had a great laugh the other day doing the Christmas single and, and uh, Blobby knocked Alison over and all of that. So and you um, you sound a little bit like the new king. You've all, you've got, you have a similar sort of received English and... and... Oh, oh, yes. RP and all that. Yes, yes. I mean, it's amazing. Some people go, oh, you sound different to how you used to in the, in the 70s, but you're listening... In the 70s, you used to listen out of a tiny little speaker. Yes. So you do sound very high and all of that. <laughs> uh, and now we've got all these magnificent... <laughs> microphones, but no, it is. It's an RP that the kids don't hear nowadays. So when they hear me talk, they go, "Doesn't he talk funny? Doesn't he talk unusual?" And say the words like "Hello," <laughs> you know. So it does make them laugh. I rather love all of that. So yes, renounce pronunciation. Yeah, I'd fit in the royal family perfectly, especially with my royal outfit that I've got on. Today. I know, I know. Let's talk about your outfit. So, so the, was the first outfit? Was it always a deerstalker tweed? Was that the irony there? Yes, it, it was. I mean, it was. It was like the eccentric English gentleman, uh, really, with my grey tweed that I used to wear. But little... almost a hunting outfit, which is ironic. Oh, and... You just said the H word. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm going to tell your mother. You can't can't say the H word. Sorry. Not around me. Okay, I apologise. Massively. No. Um, yes, absolutely. And then, of course, yes. I, I mean, I actually, I've got about 250 costumes. Have you? Uh, you know, and if I can dress up into it. I can dress up however you like me to dress up, Mr. So Mr. You, Chris. you could do one of those auctions, like Elizabeth Taylor auction. Oh, I see. Star. Yeah, not many people would fit into them, though, would they? It's only Kylie. Be cool, think. though. Yeah, Kylie would fit into them. And, um, yeah, Nicholas Sturgeon. What's the most important thing event you've attended, do you think? Oh, my goodness me. I tell you what, I think it was a pageant. Last year, yes, with the Queen, wow. I was at the front of a pageant bus, wow. the 60s bus. Of course you were. I was there in front of. Yes, the, I saw you know. Anthea Turner, she was sparkling. She yeah. got her all sparkly outfit. And they were all trying to stand behind me because they were taking photographs of my good self. <laughs> and I did see the Queen. I have to say, I saw her look to the side on the television later, mouthing, "It's pencil brush," you know. So she did remember he me. Talks from a, a bit distance. like my son. Yeah, that, yeah, that's right. But that was a magnificent day, starting at seven o'clock in the morning with a breakfast at number one, the Mel. Yes. And then we were all doing selfies. Cliff Richard, you know, anybody who was anybody was there. And then we had to get onto our buses for two and a half hours to go around and then go on the stage to sing the national anthem at the end. So I've got to say, I think that was one of the most magnificent. But also, 
another royal visit was when I did actually go to the birthday party for Wills and Harry in 1987. That's pretty cool as well. That was Kensington Palace. Very and cool. I've got to say, Lady Di was there and she made me a nice cup of tea. Yeah. She didn't mind when I dunked me ginger nuts. <laughs> God. <laughs> bum, bum. Bum, bum. God bless her. Talking to number ones, number one, the Mal you talked about there. Now, yes. you are campaigning for a Christmas number one. Thank you. Tell us all about this. How long has this been percolating on the back burner for? Well, funnily enough, I do a Christmas single every year. Right. I get together with a film filmmaker and a songwriter called Chris Clark. Right. We get together and we go for number one. Yes. It never gets to number one. But what it does <laughs> is it does raise huge uh, profile for the charities. And this year it saved the children and the shooting star hospice. So, of course, we get to talk about them. And, and I've got to say, if I do get to number one this year, I am going to be heading for number 10. Downing Street. That's it. So number one gets you to number 10. Yes, number 10, because I think we do a new Prime Minister. There's a grand plan. Yes. There is a grand it's plan. It's been a couple of weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, my front bench <laughs> is going to have Mr Blobby on it for the health and safety, uh, Ministry for Health and Safety. But we started filming yes. the Christmas video, yes, yes. would you believe, way back in April. Wow. So imagine, you know how Christmas comes early. We, we go to the shops and yes. there you are going in. They've got all the Christmas decorations. Imagine trying to do that in April, I Mr. Know. Chris. Not easy. It's no, quite it's warm not, in April as well. It wasn't was it? quite warm and there was snow coming down and, you know, trying to feel Christmassy with the Christmas pullovers. We have lots of uh, people just texting the show. Oh, Anyhow, yes. hi, Christmas and Basil. One of my favourite uh, first memories was being taken to the London Palladium in 1970. The Palladium, by the way. Palladium. When I was four years old to see the pantomime Aladdin featuring Scylla Black and Basil Brush. It was the most magical time I decided. Distinctly remember sweets being thrown out to the kids in the audience, says Penny and Hereford, long-time listener. And that was with Leslie Crowther. The funny thing about that pantomime is we did a photograph outside with Scylla Black and Leslie Crowther, and, and she was sitting in a wheelchair because actually she was pregnant at the time. And I've got to say, it was nothing to do with me, but uh, you know, we did have to look after her during the pantomime. It was great fun. I didn't know that. Yeah. Dudley in Leicestershire. Uh, hi, Chris. Can you say hello to Basil? So hello. That's Dudley saying hello. Hello, Dudley in Leicestershire. We went to see him at the Fringe, and he was amazing. Thank you, Basil. I could have had a selfie with him but I messed it up so you've also attended the fringe you've smashed the fringe we've smashed the fringe we've been up there three times with my mister Mr Martin Cabell Reed and we have our unleashed grown up show right. we go up with the afternoon family fun show and then we decided to create this unleashed show which is a little bit naughty Mr Chris right so we when we do the reading the book reading it's from my new book Fifty Shades of Orange <laughs> Okay, I and the it. sequel, Fifty, that's I get it. 50 I get Shades it. of Sue Gray, and it. we discuss my grinder profile. But so, um, you know, it's uh, anything goes in that particular show. Morning, Chris and Basil. We're heading to the Windsor Panto today to oh, see. Oh, wonderful! Well, I'm Mr. heading Brush. that way my way as well today. A long-standing family tradition that we've done since I was a kid. I'm now 43. And lots of people are regulars. That is a thing for lots of families, isn't it? It, it. I think it's very important. I think a lot of people this year have made it a priority to go out as a family together. Yes. It's something you do rather than you know watching disposable television where you're all in separate rooms at home watching an iPad or something. Yep. You go together, you experience it together. Yes. And they come out and go, actually, Mum, that was fantastic. And uh, people regularly book for next year after this year because yes, they don't they want do. to miss it, do they? They don't want to miss it and they want to be in the same seats. And they have a day, they have a regular day they go on as well. Yes, we know when they come on Boxing what is the Day. Big, yeah, but is Boxing Day the big one? Is that what you say? That's it's the... a big one for us. We've got three shows. So oh, anybody who's going to be me. putting the feet up on Boxing Day, think of any actors that you know who are in pentamine at this time of year. They will be doing two or three shows on Christmas Eve. They have Christmas Day off, travelling across the country, yes. back to their families. And then they'll be doing three shows. Well, we certainly are doing three shows. Wow. On Boxing Day, they'll be totally sold out and everybody will be up for it. It's a three-shower.
It's a three show. We do a number of three shows. Oh my goodness yeah. me! Because the point is, you have a matinee, you have an evening, evening performance. What's yes. what's the one in the middle called? What do you refer, how do you refer to that? Early well, uh, matinee, late uh, matinee? Oh my, I, I suppose the middle matinee. The middle yeah, mat. The middle, uh, the middle mat. Okay, I like that. Uh, by the way, the last text is from the Spice family. They are yes. Jojo, parents, and Rupert. Yes. They're the uh, parents. Willa, who's eight. Raphael. Yes. Or Raffaella, who's six, and Jake, who's three. So give them a shout out. I'll and, give them a shout okay, out. Special. We'll find out when they're going. Uh, finally, now Jen in Winchester, loving hearing Basil this morning. I love to show the. 70s and I've always had my mini Basil as my desk mascot at work. Thanks for the Ooh, great show. All about the 80s. Third days are the best. Boom, boom, says Jen. Uh, what about the merch? How's the Basil merch done over the years? Oh, I mean, we, I mean, there's plenty on eBay now. That's a magnificent thing now, isn't it? How you can go onto eBay and go, blimey, I look a bit ropey there. Yes. And it's a toy from the 60s or the 70s. Yes. So I, I think it's magnificent, all this modern stuff, you know, on iPads and all of this, yes. that, you know, merchandise from the past, little, little toy cars that I've got. So they're all out there and little mini puppets of me because I'm real. I'm not a puppet. Of course, of course. Absolutely. Um, so for you, eBay is often Mebay. Yeah, Mebay. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. <laughs> you're, smi- you're smiling at me. You like that one, don't you? <laughs> Mebay. I'm going to have that. That's very good. That All is. right, listen, we're almost done. We've got to play Basil's Boom Boom. Yes, we, that's like half an really? hour. How fast Crikey. did that go? I know. Uh, boom Boom, it's Christmas again. Vas, you've got to have a quick word with Basil. Rachel, you've got to have a quick word with Basil. <laughs> this, this is a, a once in a lifetime opportunity. opportunity. Yes, absolutely. Basil, what? what's your favourite costume? Uh, the one I'm wearing at the moment, I've got to say, because I look like the king and everybody's parts when I walk down the street. They go, oh, look, it's the king, it's the king. You know, King Basil III. And, and, and I have to say, if Charles needs a stand-in on his coronation day, I'm there for him. Off your rock. Give us the top joke from the Windsor Panto this year. Oh, well, I don't want to give away the jokes yes. in the Windsor Pentamome, um, but there's, there are lots of things going on. Everybody's going to get wet. Um, there's lots of, lots of boom-booms and lots of songs. But um, I say, I say, I say, what's the difference between folks who live in Dubai and folks who live in Abu Dhabi? I yeah. don't know. What is the difference between the folks who live in Dubai and the folks who live in Abu Dhabi? Folks in Dubai don't like the Flintstones and those in Abu Dhabi do. Yeah! <laughs> brush on the bum, show bum. today! Here we go. It's Christmas again! Boom-boom! <laughs> Thank you, Basil. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky. Virgin Radio. That's the one, the only, most famous fox in the world, Basil Brush. Thank you for listening. And why not listen back to some other of our podcasts from the likes of Russell Brand, Mini Driver and Louis Theroux. All right, ta-da. Sorry, I mean, ta-da! <laughs>